This podcast is sponsored by Proudmouth, the Influence Accelerators. We help you rise above the noise and be your own loud through professionally produced podcasts and a host of social strategies. Visit Proudmouth.com to learn more. Welcome to the Quantum Growth Podcast, empowering financial advisors to build practices for the 21st century by providing insights and interviews on leadership, strategy, and practice management. Now here is your host, Barron's Hall of Fame advisor, Jonathan Cutton. Welcome to another episode of Quantum Growth for Financial Advisors. John Cutton here. Going to do things a little bit differently today. Um, Today, it will be me, myself, and I. So we're going to do a short one, maybe 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes. uh, And we're going to talk a little bit about business planning, right? So as we get here into November, I thought last week, uh, or the last episode, I should say, we had Jen Goldman on who did a fantastic job. And we got some questions from, you know, our own coaching clients and myself and my own practice with my executive team uh, is now beginning to look ahead to 2022 and to start to really think about business planning and what we want 2022 and beyond to ultimately look like. And, you know, one of the things that I could share is I find that many advisors years and years and years ago when we were trained, we did put together some type of business plan, right? Whether it be a mini business plan or a a great big kind of look into the future. And I think as our businesses grow, many of us have gotten away from it and basically begin to think that it's not necessary. And one of the things that I do each and every year with my team is we go on a retreat for a a few days usually. We have one coming up in, in a few weeks here. And we go deep into a combination of what we've been able to accomplish over the the previous year. Did we reach our goals? What were our plans for the 12 months starting the year before? How did we do ultimately? And then to really take a, a look into the future and to really think about where it is we're trying to head over the next three or five or 10 years. And the more that I get to meet advisors in the industry, the more that I realize that most advisors actually don't do this and don't really go through a true business planning process. So I'm going to quote my good friend who I talk a lot about on the podcast. I'm realizing Paul Latham, when Paul talks about his VPD or his vision plan and desire, it's something that really resonates with me. And I hope that it resonates with you. So again, you know, when you think about it, vision is about casting vision, looking ahead three or five or 10 years into the future. The P or plan is really all about having five, maybe seven KPIs or key performance indicators that really you're going to measure putting them in writing, having a true written plan to ultimately determine what are the things both from a leading and a lagging indicator perspective that you really need to focus on to bring your goals to life. And then the desire is another way to talk about accountability uh, or measurement, right? Measuring what matters, measuring the key leading indicators that are going to actually drive your result. And when we spoke uh, a couple of weeks ago with Jen Goldman, you know, one of my big takeaways uh, from our conversation together was about how important human capital is and how important developing your people 
and maybe more importantly or most importantly, having that vision of what you want your future business to ultimately look like. So again, the focus for today and an exercise that I just went through myself with my executive team, and that I want to encourage all of the advisors out there that are in the CEO role, or would like to be into the CEO role to start to think about in their own practices, is how to actually create a a corporate structure that does not necessarily only serve your business today or over the next year or 18 months, but to actually think backwards and almost deconstruct what it is you want your business to look like. So let me go a little deeper there. What I mean when I say that is what I've just done with my own team and we're going to actually review this with a, a, a few of the key people uh, within our organization in about two weeks, is to look ahead 10 years out, right? 10 years, I know, is a far way out for most of us to be thinking. And to really think about what it is that your dream company, your dream organization ultimately looks like. So what does it look like? Be bold really you kind of swing for the fences, so to speak, and really think about what could it be? 10 years down the road, here we are, it's almost 2032, right? So I'm gonna be almost 59 years old or just about 59 years old at that point. What does it actually look like? And I know it's scary to do that, it feels a little bit like dreaming, but I also want you to go back a little bit and think about where your business was 10 years ago. And for most of us, if you think about where your business was 10 years ago and where it is today, I bet for many of us, we're 5X, 10X, maybe 20 or 30X where you were if you went back to 2011, right? Or, or late 2011, early 2012. So I want everyone to think in those terms, be bold and really understand that 10 years is a long time. It's 40 quarters worth of results and being able to execute on your vision, your plan and having the right desire or KPIs to measure during that period of time. And what I'd ask you to do is to actually start, which is really what I wanted to focus on today, on creating what your future corporate structure looks like. And I want you to think big, right? So what I've done in my own organization, we've done this for a number of years, is we create a matrix, right? Think about a corporate structure that probably starts with you at the tippy top as a CEO. And then we ultimately create all of the roles that we believe would be necessary to ultimately build this business that you would like to create over the next 10 years. So I don't want you to, to look at it and think about, well, what can I do in the next six or 12 or 18 months? I want you to look at it and say, what does this thing need to look like in a decade for me to build the future business that I dream of having? So as an example, when I think about some of the roles, I call them verticals, actually. You know, go back to Dan Sullivan's, again, book I reference a lot, Who Not How. Who are the who's that you need in your organization so that you could build that business of your dreams? So you might need someone running your investment department if you already don't have that role. You might need a chief operating officer 
if you don't already have someone in that role. You might need a CMO or a chief marketing officer if you don't have someone in that role. I know in our firm, we do a lot of work with CPA firms, and that's a big part of how we've been able to grow the business. So we've got a head of CPA or professional alliances as part of our infrastructure. You might have a leadership development piece to your structure. You might have an advisor training and development structure. You might have an HR component to part of your leadership team. So hopefully you get the idea. And what I want you to do is to really build out your vision of what you actually believe are the necessary pieces in your business. And it should start, in my opinion, with maybe a bit of an executive team and then a next tranche of other leaders that you might need in your organization. This podcast is sponsored by Proudmouth, the influence accelerators. Proudmouth. It's tough to be seen as an expert if you're spending most of your time as a salesperson. That's why we help industry experts like you spend less time selling and more time advising by turning you into a trusted subject matter authority. We help amplify your influence over a growing audience of magnetically attracted fans who will chase you down instead. Visit ProudMouth.com to learn more. Be your own loud. Now, for some of us whose businesses might not be at that level right now, as we think about how to build out our infrastructure, it might be you getting yourself out of the advisor role and into the CEO role. And your first line, if you will, in your corporate structure might be a competent financial advisor to help you ultimately start to get out of so much client facing activity so that you can start to focus more time on leadership. But I want you to, even if you're in that spot right now, I want you to think bigger than that. I want you to think beyond the first advisor that you bring into your organization. But to build a business of your dreams, what does that corporate structure actually need to look like? What does it need to feel like? What with some specificity would the roles of each of those individuals in the business actually have? And I want you to do this without having any regard for the current team that you have in place. Now, what I mean when I say that is don't look at the people to determine what roles you should have. I want you to focus on the roles that you need to bring your big 10-year vision to life. And then you can determine once you understand the roles and the qualities of the folks that you want in those roles, for them to be able to execute and bring your vision to light, then we start to look at the people that you already have in your organization to determine where is their right seat on the bus. And for some, you might determine that you have some folks in your organization that might not be in a position to fill any of those roles. And that's okay. It's absolutely okay because we'll find a spot or you'll, you'll be able to hopefully find a spot within the organization for your current, current clientele, I'm sorry, for your current uh, staff and team and advisors, or if you determine that they don't fit into that great big picture, then you might have a business decision that you ultimately need to make. When I, when I think about this and when we went through this exercise in our own practice, what I had a really hard time doing was actually thinking about 
not the people and who could do a good job, but the actual roles that I wanted in the organization. And then ultimately, once you're clear on what the roles that you need in the organization are, I look at it like you actually then start to prioritize because obviously 10 years and a big audacious goal is likely going to create a lot of growth, a lot of new revenue, a lot of new opportunity in the organization. But the likelihood is, is you can't afford within your business right now to hire all those roles. So upfront, it might be a Swiss army knife that you have in your business, or it might be you being involved in more of the facets of the business than you care to in the beginning. But ultimately, as the business grows, as you create more profits, you want to actually prioritize which of these roles do you think needs to be filled first? Is there someone in your organization or is the next hire that you're going to make in your organization? Is it, it can we find the right person if we don't have the budget to hire in more than one role? How do we find the right person? So you can kind of check a few of those boxes and have someone ultimately maybe run two pieces of the business or three pieces of the business, knowing that that might be kind of a short-term Band-Aid until you're in a position to actually hire multiple individuals to do this. So I know this was a short one, folks, but I thought it was really important as you're starting to think about 2022 and beyond, I'd encourage everyone to go through that exercise. It's fun to dream. It's fun to actually think about the future and what I find is very few people actually take the time to look beyond the next 12 months. And by the way, if you're just looking at the next 12 months, you're probably well, well ahead of the average financial advisor. But if you can think 10 years ahead, have those big audacious goals, start to actually build out what your future corporate structure looks like, the next step in that process is to put it into bite-sized pieces. So we've all heard the old saying, right? How do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? The next piece is to start to prioritize and to say, now that I know what my 10-year vision is, I understand who the players are, what the particular roles and responsibilities within my corporate structure that I actually need. The next step is to say, let me prioritize which of these three to five pieces do I need to work on immediately so I can get the momentum building to build this vision of mine in the future? And then it's all about understanding what's the next thing I'm going to do. What's the plus one? What's the one hire? What's the one change in someone in my organization's role? What's the one thing that I can do to start to in the next 90 days, Q1, let's say, of 2022, start to make progress. And once you've made progress, it's all about now layering additional opportunities or additional progress on top of that which you've already done. So now in Q2 of 2022, guess what we're gonna do? Look to make more progress. And then again in Q3, again in Q4, and sometimes in Q4, we're going to reassess and say, hey, how are we doing towards that 10-year goal? Is the goal the right goal? Did the vision change at all? What are the adjustments, if any, that I need to make? 
and continue to kind of recalibrate uh, and make decisions as a true CEO of your business. So I know this was a short and sweet one. Hopefully it's one with some actionable ideas that you can go out and execute on in the very near future. Do some business planning. I've done it for years. I truly believe that if you have a vision and you put a written plan in place and continuously go back to that written plan, you will be absolutely shocked at what you can accomplish. So with that, I want to thank everyone again for joining another short episode of Quantum Growth for Financial Advisors. I hope you enjoyed it. And as you know, if you or anyone that you know could be a good guest on our podcast here, please don't keep us a secret. Shoot us an email uh, or visit us on our website at cuttingconsultinggroup.com. So with that being said, have a wonderful day and your future is bright. Thank you for listening to today's episode. You can find the episode show notes and subscribe for updates by visiting cuttonconsultinggroup.com forward slash podcast. Make sure to subscribe and download the episodes on your favorite podcast app, and we'll see you next week. 